I cast podcasts, you can't win. I touch black and whites just by stroking my chin. Tell mama got a plan if he just sit in. And we can be the sons and thus fit in. Talking a good game, topics never lame. Conversations just the same right before they left the brain. Seriously funny, but if you take us seriously, you end up smiling. If not, laugh hilariously. And every Tuesdays we're on the ones, so stay in tune before noon. It's the particle sons. It's ridiculously funny, funny, funny. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world. Neither one of us don't have a lot of degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. We are the Particle Sons. Let's start this show. How you feeling today, man? I'm feeling good, Marv. You know, it's uh, Sunday, the day of uh, recording. The day of us uh, kick back and relax and, you know, we do our thing. Actually, today's Monday. Today's Monday? Yeah. It's a Monday? Just to fuck with you. No, okay. Um, Yeah, man, everything good, man. Just trying to pick up the pieces back of my life, you know, had a nice weekend. It's only right, and I still got another day left on my weekend. I took an extra day, so I'm good to go. Ah, so you're not you're not fully shattered. You just uh, you're 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 shattered, but the pieces are still there. You can I'm riding do- the wave, man. Yeah, riding okay. the wave. I'm wavy. Okay, okay, I got, I got Max Bigavelle. Yeah, man. Um, let's just get to some of the, the shits and stuff. Whatever. Um, let's start locally. Human trafficking ring north. First and foremost, the line of human trafficking is always sound real kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... Why, why I just can't say pimping? Pimping, I don't know. I've, human trafficking and pimping, what sounds worse to you? I think human trafficking sounds yeah, worse. I, it makes it feel like, yo, like you're in shackles, yeah, going into like yeah. a caravan where yeah. people can see you on display. <laughs> that, that's how I feel it's, when it's, Like you say pimping and stuff, I'm thinking about like at least she got like a nice dress on. With like a little fur thing, and you know, yeah, she got to report to you know, what I mean? and, and you, and she, you, you treat well. Maybe it's it's maybe it's called that because they're treated differently. Well, the pimping, yeah, because the the the, the 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 pimp game usually the 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 women are hookers who are down for the cause. Okay. Where human trafficking, a lot of times, there people they might no be say. kidnapped, n- no say, this, that, and the third. Gotcha, gotcha. So probably that's what, what the difference... Well, I'm, I'm assuming that's what the difference would be. I mean, I Pimba can go in so many types of realms. I feel I feel like Pimba can fall in the lines of human trafficking and stuff whatever as well, right? Yeah. But I mean, all those other things and stuff as well coming to the dance. Um, I don't know. When I was looking at everything... You made a post about the dude leading everything, but that—that's—that's. That's, I mean, that's crazy how large the ring was. I'm like, what? I think I counted at least fifteen. What people? People that was under that was under him. Under oh, under him. Yeah, under yeah, the, yeah, under yeah, the yeah. one dude. Yeah. Yeah, they said like thirty-one arrests went out. Thirty-one. Thirty-one went out. Um, 34 warrants and over 300 charges. Mm. That's, 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 you think about it. That's insane, man. <laughs> that's insane. But that's just, and that's just one ring. Facts. Could you be a pimp? Nah. Why not? I don't know, man. It's something about, I, for me, I got to go out and earn it for myself. 
You, you can pimp I mean? yourself. Could you be a gigolo? In my previous life, I could have been. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> not in this one. Not, not in this one. In my previous life, I was like 6'3". Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? A little bit more darker and, and, so, so and buffed. You're, you're no longger deuce, bigolo. Nah, 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 nah. You're a different kind of gigolo. Nah, nah. This, this life won't cut it. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, because I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, yo, could I be a pimp? I'm like, I couldn't. I'm too emotional. Because like these dudes and stuff, when I was hearing like these dudes had these girls working even on their period. Yeah, they were cutthroat with it, man. Well, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, so I guess if they're on their period, they're like, mm, no, you ain't fucking, you sucking some dick. And then he cases up. And I was looking, I'm like, wow, this is wild. Because I'm like, this is where, I guess, me, I couldn't be a pimp. Because I look at it and stuff, it's like, when do you need a day to recover? But I guess some pimps are like, yo, no off days. There's no no off days. And that's, that's just the thing, right? Like, you got to go out there, go make that money, right? Yeah, like... I, I couldn't do it, and it, it's it's weird because you would think like you would you would think uh, as a pimp you maybe have three or four girls. I would say you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and you know maybe one can rest, and the other three can work or something. Like that. But then I then I really started thinking about it. And I was like, well, if you're a pimp and you got like three or four girls. And the three or four girls you got, they all live in the same place. Mm-hmm. Then they got synchronized. They got synchronized periods. Right. So they all shutting down shop at the same but, time. But that's what that's how it is though. Because I think, to what I remember, I remember I saw that documentary American Pimp. Yeah. Old flick, and the dude was saying that like, in his house, in his house stuff, he has like five of them. Right. Right. And I guess like, only the main the main bitch or the head bitch. She's she, she's the one that shares a room with him. Yeah. And the other ones share a room. Mm. Whatever, right? And that's how it is. So he's like, they don't pay for shelter, they don't pay for clothes. He, he provides all that type of stuff yeah. after they do all that type of stuff. Okay, okay. And I'm like, they still all living together in, in the one roof. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean that 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 would surely change the dynamic of things if you know you're <clears throat> trying to get your you're trying to get your rent paid. Ain't <clears throat> nobody working, but. When the river why is you red, can't, why you can't go out and work yourself, man? That's like that's when the river is red. Take the dirt road instead. Take the dirt road instead. That's what a nasty man knowing taking anal told me. <laughs> but I mean, it, the the funny thing is, is like if you if you you know, you know speak to some of these women, a lot of them will tell you like, yo, they have some customers that they don't even sleep with. They just you know they get paid for their time and stuff like that. Right, and see that's when remember I was telling you about the whole host club thing, whatever the Japanese host club thing. Yeah, that's what I'm, I was about because I realized a lot of people and stuff they just looking for, and they're yearning for the convo. Right, right. Because I remember, like I was talking to one girl and stuff, whatever, and she said, she said that, I guess she doesn't quote unquote like me like that. Yeah. But she said she loves my conversation. So I'm like, well, then that, this, that's what the podcast is for, boo. You can always hear the conversation. That's, that's fine. It's on the pod. Exactly. <laughs> but then she, she's saying that her herself, because I guess she's been through some some stuff in her life. Yeah, yeah. She's not really that kind of sexual kind of person and stuff, whatever. Right. That like I might make it, like that I might want. Yeah. But she said at the end of the day, it's the conversational thing. And then I thought about that when it came to the whole prostitution thing and stuff too, because they have, what is it? I think I was seeing in the now newspaper with the girlfriend experience. Yeah. 
And yes, they might have sex with him, but they might just need a lap to lay on and to just to talk and get out some thoughts. Yes. And if the person is all like in that kind of touchy notion, they'll, they'll you know, expose some things. Yeah, man. Because like, look, pillow talk. When we're talking about willow to pillow, like pillow talk and everything like that, whatever. You know you're with comfort, a comfort level and stuff with your woman. Right. And you vibe out and just get a little boo-booed up and anything. She might do the little hairbrush or like, you know, I, I don't know. I like when women's like brush my hair. Brush your hair. Yeah, that's, you know what they have. That, that'll get you talking. Start singing like a little stool pigeon, man. <laughs> okay, I drank the Kool-Aid last week. You need a stool pigeon bad. vibe? She yeah. rub your head? That's it. So, I mean, it, it can come up and stuff to that level, right? And... Some people just pay the money for that. Some people might pay for the intimacy. Some people just might need that little fix. Whatever is clever and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah, I, I can see. I can see that. I can see that. I definitely can see that. So, I mean, it's possible. So, that's, I just look at it something like, you know, to these, to these young women and stuff that are caught up in these things, you know, our hearts go out to you. Picking up the pieces afterwards is a lot rough. Well, I can imagine, man, is that like it's... It's emotional and psychological, right? Like it's not just a physical thing. I mean, the 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 damage is irreparable, especially especially what they are, how they're brought into it. You know what I mean? It's like these guys they come in, they act all nice, make them seem like they're the greatest thing in the world. Then slowly they start asking them to do certain things, you know, certain fear, you know, this, that, and the third, and then. All of a sudden, it's, yo, I need you to go do this. Yeah, but isn't most of the time, it's like, you know, they're going to pitch something great to act like everything's great. Mm-hmm. Why men great till they got to be great? Why men be great? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, they come into those lines and stuff, whatever, like, you know, like, salute. Like I said, our thoughts and prayers go out to those people and stuff as well. Now, all the stuff is, like, super broken as, as we might imagine. Yeah. Because some of them, I think, kind of made peace with the, with the darkness. Yeah, yeah. And they're probably easier to pull out compared to the ones that haven't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, and, and some of them, some of them might even have been in the game before they even found themselves right. a pimp or a trafficker. You know what I mean? So, like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's a mind state thing. At, at some point, you know, it's, you know, you're either forced into the game or you want to be in, the, you want to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, for a lot of times for a ring to be that big is, I don't think it's a lot of willingness a lot of times it's it's forced you know i mean it's a lot of runaways a lot of kids on the street um a lot of people who are in in unfortunate circumstances i would think that you know that 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 they're the easiest victims to Mm. to rope in it's crazy yeah man and it was like the, the ring was like it was like a family affair because it was like dude the leader and then his brothers and shit yeah I was wondering if they had sisters. Don't know. Don't know. They might They might have, because like I said, your photo thing, you've probably seen what, 15, 16 people? Yeah. There was still another... Another 15? Another 15, 16 and stuff out there that not to be seen. So that could have been a possibility, but ain't no business like family business though, man. And I, and I think that's part and parcel another reason why I couldn't do it because... I have sisters that I grew up with. You know what I mean? I have my, my mom's always been in my life. You understand? So seeing females, growing up with females, growing up with 
a, a, a father who you know tells you that a woman should be treated like this, right? Right? Or right. you know, you, you this is what you got to bring to a, a table and have you know respect and and, and manners for for a lady. Mm-hmm. Learning all of that, then turn around and thinking that yo, this bitch got to go work and make my money. Like, uh, you know what I mean? It's and then uh, for me personally, I feel like I feel and it would make me feel less of a man because you're pimping, yeah. Because why, what I don't got two hands, I can't go out there and make a living for myself. That I gotta now force somebody else to do it. I mean, my stay at home 649 lotto dream stuff. If I don't win the lotto and some woman, you know. Some lovely woman that I'm in love with. Yeah. She's listening. Yeah. And she has that income to take care of her brother and I take care of the household stuff. Right. I mean, we're, we're both exchanging the services and stuff. It's just that the financial purpose is a little different. Okay. What if it was like this? A woman that you like, right? Or a woman that you love, you know, mm-hmm. she, you know you're taking care of each other, right? Right. Finances is low, right? Mm-hmm. And she come to you and she say, all right, I'm going to sell this booty. To get us some cash. We don't need to sell the vagina. See, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the difference. Yeah, right? but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, like, you see those dudes and stuff out there taking photos of their chicks, like on the social media? Yeah. And they check is like, you know, doing the whole quotes and all the poses and everything, like, whatever. Right. And then you look in their bio, I'm married to such and such and such. Yeah. I guess he's the nigga that takes all the, photo- <laughs> the, the photos. Yeah. Whatever's clever. Yeah. My thing is, I just feel a type of way when it comes to them, I was like, Y'all made peace with this type of nonsense. I can't make peace with it from who I am. Yeah. The type of person I am and stuff, whatever. If my girl's going to be, you know, like, you know, spreading those eagles and stuff, whatever, for the Jamaican people, the skettel sprawling out and everything like that, I'm all kosher with that just for me. Yeah, just for, for, for me. For, for me, too. I, I'm for good with me. it for so me. So that's what I'm saying. Like, for somebody else to come get that type of stuff, I'm, I'm jealous or... I'm that type of dude that's like, no, nah, my gusta. I'm not going to roll with that, whatever. Yeah. So that's just, just my realm. Yeah, yeah. That's no, just no, me. I, I hear that. I hear that. So I'm like, I couldn't do it and stuff, whatever. Like, yo, you about to go sell the booty. I'm like, well, if you're going to sell the booty and stuff, whatever, I guess that's where we part ways. SpongeBob, I mean, I'm going to head out, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. All right, man. Um, so on to the next. Thoughts and prayers for Atatiana Jefferson and her family during this hard time. She was shot and killed in her home by a fourth work cop. You know, I'm not even going to mention his name because this, this is nonsense. But um, white cop, he shot her in her house. Now, the way how the situation came out is that her door was cracked open. Front door was cracked open. Right. Neighbors seen. Neighbors said they're going to call police because they know she's in there and she lives there with her nephew. Right. Call police. And police went around to the back and went to the window. She got nervous because it was like around 1 o'clock in the morning. All right. Tatiana reached for her gun. Okay, okay. She reached for her gun. The officer seen that she reached for the gun. And then he just let off the shot and killed her. Mm. The situation and stuff, whatever, that's what the media has been giving us so far. So far. So far. Right? Right. When I first got the story and stuff, they made it seem like, yo, the lady was just like in her bed and then she just got plugged. Yes, that's how I, that's how I received right. it. Right. So then when I got the information and stuff and I looked at him like she's in her house. She has a license. She's okay to reach 
stand your grounds, defend, you know, you're protecting your land, your home. But this cop killing a person another in their heads is like the uh, Mr. John situation with Miss Giver. Right. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So my question is, is this gonna be an ongoing issue in Texas? And if so, what should the black people in Texas do? Because if you know you're paying your taxes for your assassin, you're paying your assassins. Yeah. Should you really stay in the state of Texas? Because there was Dallas for Geiger. Right. For Fort Worth, there was this Officer Dean dude. Now, and here's the thing, because you, I mean, you, you, like I said, when it first broke, mm. I'm in the same position as you. I didn't know about the gun mm. that she had. Right. Right. It just seemed like, they made it seem like dude just seen somebody walking in, yelled out a few things, and then just started firing, firing. right? Right. And we know, we, we know in a situation like that, where the blame will lie, right? Right. But now when I'm thinking about it, if I'm a cop, right, and I see somebody in there, I don't know who it is, I don't know what the motive is. I've been called on a welfare check, right? Mm-hmm. I see somebody reaching for a gun. Now, at that point, I got to wonder, am I in danger? Am I not in danger? Right. Now, it's, it's, uh, for me, it's always boiling down to the type of training that they're receiving. Like, how do you, how do you determine certain things? How do you determine your life is in danger versus it being a situation where you can you can still control. Mm. Um, that 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 one's a hard read, man. And then, as a black person, mm. or not even a black person, just a homeowner, especially a single female, right, right. You don't know what's going on outside. You don't know what's ha- what's happening. So you're trying to protect yourself. True. So you know what I mean. So you you're grabbing for your 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 your, your gat whatever. Right. And it's just it's it's an unfortunate circumstance. But um, it would just seem like, and I can't even I can't even. Pinpoint the location. I can't even just say Texas because it, to me, it's just a training thing worldwide for police or in, I mean, least, it, it in is. the U.S. for police. It is, but see, okay, the reason why I say Texas and stuff for there because this Amber Geiger thing has not even been put to rest yet. No, no. Right? So I mean, it, this is like a week after. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, when the shooting took place, whatever, yeah, it was a year ago. Yeah. But it just still sucks the fact that you have some people and stuff living, looking in the community and stuff like, damn, Dallas cops are killing people in their home. Damn, Fort Worth, Texas, cops are killing people in their own home. You're, you as a homeowner, stuff, as being a black person, stuff, you're like, okay, if you're a woman, you're like, well, this only happens to the man. But now you're a man. But now, you're, you're, like, now you're looking, it's happening you're to looking the woman. At, and you're stuff, looking insane. Yeah, it's, be like, wow. Yo, like, you could be in your house just minding your business. Right, right. Whatever. And how, for all you know, you don't. how you know somebody's going to call the police and stuff on your house? 
or even just in your vicinity. If you're in your house, you're just chilling, watching movies and stuff like whatever, and you see no flashing cherries outside your house, and then you see somebody walk past your window and stuff armed with a gun. Yeah, how do you know if that's a cop or not? Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I can, and that's what I'm saying. I can, I can see, see from, from her, her side, her, 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 side. her perspective, and that's what I'm saying. But from their side, you can understand that and stuff too. Yeah, because if you're a cop, you're looking like yo, you just came out here for a check. Is that somebody trying to reach for a gun? I know what a gun looks like from whatever training I received. Right, and either kill or be killed. But then we have situations where white people with guns mm-hmm. walking around threatening to shoot up shit. Mm-hmm. They don't get shot dead. From the cops, facts. That's facts. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you want you you want to give them that, but at the same time, when you start thinking about like other situations where this may have happened, but of a person of another color and the turnout that they've received. Right. It's like, mm, I, I don't know, man. You know, it almost, it almost reminds me of, remember the, 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 the shooting of that, that, uh, that youth, uh, Sammy Yatim or something like that. Dude on the streetcar with the, the, the knife? The, the dude on the streetcar with the knife. Okay. Right. There's a situation where he's posing a threat, he's posing, he's posing harm. Right. Right? Now, what he's posing a threat for and he's, he's posing a harm with is a knife. Hmm. So this means he's got to be within striking distance to do you anything. He might have throwing knife skills. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he could be, he could be right. a knife thrower. You know what I mean? He, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a police officer who fires not once, not twice, nine times, nine times. Right. So now you think about it, right? And you say to yourself, well, at what point do you say, I'm no longer shooting to incapacitate this person. I'm now shooting to try and kill this person. Right. And it's just, you know, you look at the situation like that, right? Oh, this person is reaching for the gun. What, what, what do I do? Do I just... Do I shoot with no regards? Do mm. I try to aim at the leg? Do I try to hit the hip? You know, wherever the side he's reaching for. Right. What do I do? Somebody said to me that police training goes like this. You fire three shots. I don't know how true this is because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not Go an ahead. officer. Right? Go ahead. Shoot. You fire three shots mm. at the mass. So the mass being chest area. the chest area, right? Because right? that's that's it's the easiest part to hit, right? right? You f- you're trained to fire three shots at the mass, right? Whether those three shots incapacitates you or kills you doesn't matter. You're trained to that's where you're trained to shoot at. Mm-hmm. So if this is where you're trained to shoot at, that's where they're gonna shoot. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's 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 instinct. At at some point, you're you're moving off of instinct. 
right? The training kicks in. Right, because you have the theory in your head. Yeah, and everything is, you know, it's, it's a, you're making a split second decision. So you're not, you're not saying to yourself, oh shit, this might go down. Let me, let me try and, you know, shoot for the, the leg. Let me try and shoot for the arm. No, you're going, you're going with your training. Right, okay. Right? Bam, 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 three in the chest or three in the mass, right? Maybe we need to start training the cops differently. If that's the case, if this is how they're training them, Maybe you gotta start training them differently. Yeah, you know what? The 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 the, the chest area, that's the, the biggest part of the body, but this should be it should be a secondary thing. So it's the training you're saying. Yeah, it well, should be it should be a secondary thing. Maybe it should be maybe there should be a five shots. Maybe there should be five shots. Five? Two shots. Anywhere that's not vital. Okay. To see if you can in- incapacitate that person. Right. Right? Slow that person down. Scare the person. Right? If you fire those two shots, and now that person is coming at you full steam ahead, mm-hmm. then you, the rest of the training should kick in for the other three shots, which is critical mass. Gotcha. As opposed to just right off the bat shooting for critical mass. Right, yeah, I see. I see where you're going, because see, I look at it and stuff is that one. What you're talking about and stuff is that a Toronto police type of thing? Whatever you heard, or is that what kind of police? It was a po- it was a post I was reading, so I don't know where that person was. But he said his wife his wife is a cop. Okay, so he was saying, "Yo, his you know this is the training this that they receive." Right, so. You know, I just I just took it. Well, for I mean, if they, if they can adopt to one unified thing and stuff whatever and give it a shot. Because, I mean, if you don't have anything in place now, at yeah. least if you throw something in place, then we'll see how that goes and stuff, whatever. Try it out. But a lot of times, stuff, whatever, you, fresh off the, the, um, the academy, coming in like three months into the game. Yeah. Me, Chief Wiggum status, I've been in this bitch 20 years and stuff, whatever. For me to adopt to a new regiment and stuff, whatever, like, this is what I know and this is what saved me for that long. Right, right. Then that would be a, di- a different dance and stuff, whatever. So I mean, like, yeah, they should like move forward and say, as of 2020, this new regiment, this new regimen, which you're talking about, yeah. should be implemented. If you can't ride with that and stuff, whatever, instantaneously, once you do break the new code, yeah. yo, your your ass is grass. We're not, we're not defending you with blue blood. We're defending you, we're, we're gonna defend our name and you're gonna be fired and prosecuted and dealt with on your own. Where do where do warning shots come in into play? I don't know. I'm I don't can tell you. Cause it's it's a it's a term that I hear. It's a term that I've seen seen being used. Who fires warning shots? Do do police fire warning shots? Police do. They fire warning shots. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like if like it's the police. You see them moving. It's a please. The next two is in you. But even those people might react a lot different and stuff too. Because if you're you're holding a gun, yeah, and my hands, I'm holding a gun at you. My hands shaky as shit. You fire off a shot. That shot might just scare me straight to pull the trigger. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. The warning shots are good to occasions and some bad to occasions, but it's all, I'm assuming, under training yeah. and how it is and stuff where you're supposed to assess the situation that you're in. You know what I'm saying? I can't speak for the cops and stuff for them to see how that goes down because 
there's not one unified system that they go by with little small little twist for fourth word, twist for little Dallas or anything right, like that. Right, 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 but right. But across the board and stuff and everything like whatever, it's used to your discretion. So that's why I subscribe in common sense and uncommon sense because a situation and stuff like that, if I'm that cop, I'm going to go in through the front door first before I go in through the window. Yeah. If I call out through you and stuff on the front door and I don't hear no response, then that's a different story. That cop cam, he didn't make no call out to her from the front door. No. He went straight to the window. Right. So he went straight to the window. Then he's saying this, whatever. And if she's in there playing games like, they, like they're saying and stuff, whatever. When I play my video games, my shit ain't at no decent level. No, no. If I have headset on, you know I'm not hearing shit. Right. And if I have it on and stuff out and about with it, it's not at a decent level where it's whispered where I am a grown-ass man. That woman was a grown-ass woman. So at the end of the day, there's some little volume going to be had. So if there's volume popping off, how am I supposed to hear you and stuff, whatever, if you're like, and if you're outside the window. Yeah. And it's, and the, the, for them to... I don't get the, the parking down the street and then walking to the location. Sometimes you don't want to let... Your situation be known. It's the same thing when I'm saying with the cherries and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when they pull up, especially, you know, some people don't talk to police. So if you're a cop, and this is what I understand and stuff with those cops, they don't do that and everything. You're a cop. You pull up down the street. Whoever sees the cars, they're just watching to see where this cop and stuff is going to go. Because yeah. their main concern and stuff is that the cop has to come back to the cruiser eventually. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. When they see where you're going and stuff and everything and whatever, it's not giving you the time to notify whoever the hell. So let's say if cop park right down the corner and seven houses down is that's where they're going. Yeah. By the time you see the cop at the third house and stuff and then you're across the street, you're looking like, okay, that's not little Mike Mike's house. He's stopping that because he's still walking. Yeah, yeah. And now when he realizes you get to the seventh house, whatever, like, oh, that's Atatiana's house. Yeah. And he's like, why is he going to Atatiana's house and stuff like whatever? And why is he going to the back? The front door looked kind of open. Yeah. So now the cop has the kind of the preempt attack regardless mm. because they're way, they park way down the street. Yeah. But they now have a preempt attack just in any case of some bullshit was to pop off. Right, right, right. I get right, that right. part. Okay. But okay. some parts and stuff like that, I just don't understand where. My common sense would kick in and like, why you don't go through the door and make this noise? Because I, I, so I thought it was standard training. Yeah. It's the police. Could you come out with your hands up? Yeah. That wasn't said. So that's why I'm like, he knew where he went wrong. That's the reason why he tried to resign before anything and stuff, whatever. Yeah. So we'll see what it, how this plays out. But all I'm saying is stuff for the, to the folks, if I'm, if I'm from Texas... I would feel comfortable there in the state because this happened in one city, this happened to another city and stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm solo dolo, oh, most deaf, I'm packing up, I'm, I'm sliding out. I'm gonna just tell my job, like, yo, can you relocate me or can I start applying for some other places? Because at the end of the day, how do you feel safe as a homeowner? You could be in your house and you could just have your back door open or even your front door open and stuff. Whatever. I know tons of people here don't lock their doors. Oh, dude. A lot of people don't lock their doors. And that's what I'm saying. So like, A lot of people don't lock their doors. Man. So how do I know if the cop is following somebody and they're just testing doors and my open door is the one that come through and I didn't lock it by accident and now the cop's in my house pointing a gun at me and stuff. I'm like, I didn't do shit. Hmm. I'll feel uncomfortable. That's just me. I think it could happen anyway, man. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, man, let's get to some lighter stuff, man. Let's get to some lighter and brighter stuff, man. Salute to Tyler Perry, man. And salute to Tyler Perry because of his grand opening of his studio. It's a massive piece of work. Yes, man. And I heard it rivals like Disney Studios. Yeah, yeah. I heard it, I, I heard it crushes a couple of, you know, studios. a couple of studios. Well, yeah. well-known studios. Yeah, I heard, I, I seen the photos of the, um, the White House set. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dope. But then again, the, the show, the Oval, is going to be shot there. Right, whatever, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And um, you know what I think is dope? That he uh, named some of the, uh, the, 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 what are they called? The sets? The sound stages mm. after prominent black actors. Yeah. But, and I guess, see... I mean, he even named one after Spike Lee, and him and Spike Lee always never seen eye to eye. Yeah, but he, I want to say he's, he's a bigger person, <laughs> more ways than some. Yeah. But he's a bigger person and stuff for that, for that, because I know, like, most of the time when, the, when things clash, it's kind of over a Spike Lee issue. Right, Why right. they clash, and for him to still recognize greatness and stuff with that, and for them to have a sit down, talk about it and stuff, and still name it, that's, that's those... He's a bigger person and stuff in this. For sure, 100%. So like, salute to Tyler Perry and stuff for that, for that. I was shocked that he didn't have like a like a Sidney Poitier thing and the way how he speaks so highly of him. Mm. And it, it caught me off guard because I remember for years I've seen him in other interviews and he, he mentioned Sidney Poitier's name. Right, right. So when I didn't hear that that he had a set, whatever, or like a sound area or anything yeah, like that, yeah. it just kind of threw me off. I'm like, you know what? Whatever is clever because there's still prom- prominent people Who've done stuff in the acting world and all the above. And, you know, but it's even like Diane Carroll. Cause we talk, we talked about Diane Carroll and stuff the other day and stuff when she passed. Yes. And I remember she said something and stuff, whatever, where the lines is that um, if they don't invite you to the party, yeah. make your own party. Make your own party. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like he's probably dying to try to, you know. Go shoot all his Medea flicks or other flicks and stuff, whatever, in these places. Right. And they're like, mm, Nah, mm. Not, we're not having so it. So he made his own studio now. Yeah. And it, so hence, therefore, I reckon shut their pie hole. And I'm a fan of that. Do you think mm. if the shit didn't go down with Cosby, Cosby would have got a soundstage? Nah, I don't think Cosby, that was in Cosby's realm. I'm not speaking for Bill, but I think like, if we look at from when Bill was popping, no, I mean, I mean, Tyler would have named one a soundstage after oh. Cosby if he didn't get if he didn't get caught up in his ish. I don't know though, possible, but I don't know. Cause the reason the reason I say I don't know because I'm like, it's the same realm with Sidney Poitier, right? Yeah. But I want to say Sidney Poitier has more of a, a thing because I think Sidney Poitier did more Broadway stuff like how Tyler Perry and the Medea things and stuff were. Right, right, so right, right. Sidney didn't get one. I don't think Bill would have got one. You didn't think Bill would have got one? I don't think Bill would have got one and stuff, whatever. That's just me, though. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but my, my, my thing and stuff is that I, I like that it was built on Confederate land. It was built on old Confederate land, so like made a made a statement and stuff for that within that Georgia area, you know, with the cotton picking regions and all that it used to be in. One hundred percent. I think my thing is like, why do you think it would have been better for it to be or important to be in Atlanta because of that? Because there's so much other places and stuff in America you could utilize. I think that is one thing, right? 
but I also think for me, it's the, the, the population of Atlanta when it comes to black folk and oh, okay. the, economical, the economical power that the black folks hold in Atlanta. I think that I think that's probably more of a key reason, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of stuff entertainment wise happens in Atlanta from the black perspective, right? Right. So I th- I think he's kind of looking at that, and then kind of just and then just kind of expanding our territory or our realm of what we're doing in in those situations. Mm. Okay, I see that. I see that. But yeah, but I mean, like I said, nothing but greatness and bigness is up for for Tyler and all the above. And a lot of stars came out for like, you know, to to see the new place and the setup and everything. I heard it was something phenomenal to see. Well, even I remember like when uh, 50 did a post of getting the the invite, Mm -hmm. it came in like some, some miraculous case. Like the invite, mm-hmm. where you opened it and it was like a video presentation. It was no, it was no, you know, you you get the card sent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This this the the presentation of it was like incredible, man. So it's just you know it's it's good to see you know a person of color getting something of that magnitude happening. But let's not forget, Oprah has a sound, you know, Oprah has a, a set of studios too. Yeah. She got the Harpo Studios. She had a Harpo Studio. Where's that? Is that in, is that in Hollywood? Do you know where, I wonder where that's located. I think it is in like a, one of those branched off places and stuff in, in the California. Like in California? Was, but it still doesn't rival this bad boy. No, 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 This, no, this no, bad boy no, is a whopping no. piece of land. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, like, I'm, I'm dying to see what this do in the future, whatever, because... I know Black Panther was done. Uh, parts of the stage, yeah. 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 It was done in Taipei Studios and stuff, whatever, right? So, I mean, there's tons of things and stuff, whatever, but it just expanded on to more. I think the real, I think the real credit will be when people outside of the black community start approaching him. To, to use his, to, to use his, you know what I mean? Those people were saying... Uh, Hollywood may not be all where it's at. You know what? Let's go film in Atlanta. And it'd be like some like real prominent producers. Well, yeah, I mean, saying this. Over, the, like, over a period of time, like it's not just for black people. Yeah. But it's just you kind of created a lane for the people's stuff, but it's like come one, come all. Right. So if right. you couldn't get through over there in LA being who's, you know, being a black person over there. Try your shot over here. Yeah. There's something like to help the people and stuff with it. But I don't think it's just like a, a color type of thing. So I think anybody, if Steven Spielberg and stuff feels like he might be able well, to pull the is, move. Well, this is what I'm then, saying. Yeah, then that be that, whatever. But I mean, it shouldn't be just black, like, you know. Well, you know, it, and we're not looking at it as it should, it should just be black, right? But now right. we got to look at it on the, on the flip side. A Steven Spielberg who is... And one of the reasons why, another reason why I think they chose Atlanta is because um, the, the industry and, and tax laws. So I think it's actually cheaper 
to do what you're doing as far as putting together a movie, this, that, and the third. I think like, I, I don't know if it's the taxes or whatever, but I think it's actually cheaper in Atlanta. So you can put that shit in somewhere like Idaho. Uh, you you probably could, but... They might just tax you on potatoes and shit there. That's it. also got to do with the resources too, right? Like you, you, you're going to... You don't want it to be too far out and too out of the way where people come to your soundstage and then they got to drive like 20 miles to the nearest hotel to go shack up or whatever, right? So it's got, it's also got to have resources around you. True, but I feel like those things stuff that can be still met and dealt with and stuff for the older period of time. It's just like when, when, you, when you and your squad and stuff was trying to go do a raid area 51. Yeah. How many people and stuff in the area probably said like, yo, their hotel had this, but they're going to not, their motel had this, but they're going to make a few add-ons just in case of that, you know, to prepare for the crowd yeah. and all type of shit like that. Like people were more accommodating to like what you think because it's even like, when Amazon was trying to come here, right, whatever, right? People are saying like, okay, well, Amazon is going to come build up outside Waterloo, outside Toronto, and put the little thing there. Mad people are going to start moving over there. Hotels, grocery stores, all those things are just pending just to go up to fit this new hub. Yes. So yeah. I'm saying, over a period of time, they would do whatever it takes to kind of fit to the hub. Yeah. So it wouldn't be an issue and stuff like that, whatever. Alright, man. Um, next thing on the docket, man. Drake's dad and his feelings. He's in his feelings. Dennis Graham's in his feelings. Aubrey, do you love me? I don't know. So Drake's father and stuff for this been going back and forth with this back no or back and forth, or should I say back to back? Maybe back to back might be more fitting. What, more, what, more suitable. You know, with each other publicly and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. They even had even heard Dennis. Has a diss track. I wasn't trying to hear that shit. Dennis got a diss track? I wasn't trying what? to hear that shit. I seen that shit on media takeout. I'm like, listen, not today saying. Not listen, even. I'm I'm almost of the opinion that Pusha T might have penned it. I'm not, I, I'm not far off from that. Yo, can you imagine Pusha T penning a diss track for your daddy to diss you? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Because here's my thing. My thing and stuff is that... um. If Pusher did do it, or if he did, was to was to plan something like that, whatever. The part where I feel away and stuff was that what's that last one he did, the um story Adonis? Yes. The Pusher T diss track? Yeah. And he was talking about like, you know, like Drake's mom, I think her, her name is Sandy. And he's like, Oh, because Sandy didn't get the ring and stuff and your pops left you thing, that's why you're repeating the history about being a deadbeat dad to your son Adonis. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh. That, that, that's not nice So a man said All this type of shit And already took shots At your your, your, your thing Your character Now he's saying Hey I, you, I know you and your son's Going to do something But let me write these rhymes And stuff for you well, well I mean Who's to know He didn't go up to push And say listen I heard what you said And it was nothing like that I was always in Drake's life Oh word What you mean then Drake fronting Yeah Drake only fronting For the music Oh you gonna fix Drake should my question is should absentee fathers like Dennis Graham has been portrayed in Drake's music remain quiet because it's all fun and games until the, the kid makes it right yeah and then when the kid makes it and stuff whatever and, and they're now professional and stuff whatever they come pouring out the sewers like zombies family members Fathers and all this type of stuff too. You agree? 
Well, you know, I seen them. I seen them coming out the woodworks when, when you know, when when the child makes it and so forth like that. But here's the thing: would Dennis have said the things that he said if Drake didn't mention him in the track? Because I still think he would have he would have came around with the success of his son. Okay. Right. If he was a deadbeat. If he was a deadbeat. And his son picked up his, you know, his son picked up his life, brought the pieces all together. Now his son's a, a, a multi-millionaire, mm-hmm. and now he's trying to get it on. The, actually, I can see him coming back for that. Yeah, and I can see, him, and I can see him shutting his pie hole, right? But I think it was a reporter that was asking him a question, and he was like, "Nah, you know, what I mean, Drake says those things, but." That wasn't really me. And when I when I confronted him about it, he was like, I only did he that said to, to Nick Cannon. He was on Nick Cannon's show. Nick, yeah, that's right. It was Nick Cannon's show. Right. And he was like, yo, I'm I'm only doing it to sell records. Right. Right? Now, if I'm if I'm looking at it, because we gotta look at it as let's let's say, let's say the accusations were false. Okay. And he was not a deadbeat dad. All right. Right? I'm going to be straight up and defend my honor. I'm going to say, listen, yo, it is what it is, man. Dude trying to sell records. I've, I've been in dude's life. So what he's saying or what he's portraying me out to be, I'm not. Right, because you know the truth and you're getting tired of your character being damaged. Exactly. Right, and then that's, this, then that's what I'm saying. The whole back-to-back type of thing with them two is that Drake is saying, no, his lyrics are real. I really, I'm, you know, I, I rap... Real shit. Yeah, yeah. You mean gonna make me buy bottles for Charlemagne, and then he bought Charlemagne some you bottles. You bought Charlemagne so the bottles. He's trying to live that type of life, and if you're trying to live that type of life for them, for somebody to say you're not, you as a spectator, like who do you side with? Yeah, yeah. Kind of hard, kind of hard to make that 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 choice, that the decision, because you don't know as a spectator, you don't know what the real deal is. Exactly, we don't know the real deal, but especially but this- in a time where we know. Listen, man, a lot of these cats out here with these lyrics, they ain't real. Facts. But not only that, but I want to say like the, the whole like father thing, like the, the whole absentee father thing. If you've been an absentee father, just saying, not Dennis, but if you have been an absentee father and stuff, whatever, and then you realize your kid then got this little stature, power, and everything like whatever, do you come to the surface? Or do you just go on the low, low, be like, hey, just to let you know I'm your pops? Nah, I'm a, I'm a lay low. If we didn't have a relationship before that, I'm a lay low. That's pers- what I'm pers- thinking. Personally, I'm a lay low. But we all, we, we already know, <laughs> we already know people ain't like us, Marv. True, but I mean, we okay. know that, man. So people like us could even be LeBron's father, because we never heard about LeBron's father. LeBron, like he said, straight goods. My mom, she's the only one, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A father could have been slid through and be like, yo, just to let you know, I'm here. I don't want shit. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Keep the slander to a low. I am here. Apologize. I ain't get you, you know, wasn't there for all that, whatever. But I'm found. Or you even LeBron got all that money. You mean to tell me and stuff, whatever. Ancestry.com. Or like he can pay some investigators to find out who his father LeBron is. LeBron ain't trying to look for his... Daddy, man, come on, man. You think. 
You think he ain't trying to look for his daddy? You either. think, look, man? Look, the dude's like, yo, nigga wasn't around before. Yeah, like I ain't trying to break him off. But nothing. at least, but that's what I'm saying. At least you know now and stuff. Whatever you as LeBron, you know for a fact that I'm like, okay, let's say the man's name was like Willa Coochie James. If you knew Willa Coochie James and stuff and everything. You knew this is your father now. So if eventually this nigga try to pop up with it, or somebody else might pop up, like you might pop up. Yeah. Smooth. You might slide up there like, yo, I'm your pops. Nah, my father's Willa Coochie James. You is not him. I know what the hell he look like. Next. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It's still good to know. Cause even if you know and stuff, whatever, you can shoot that shit down and stuff for the straight out the water. All that money LeBron don't have? Really, nigga? I think it's already been done. But as I'm saying, absentee fathers and stuff, I feel like they're too wild to me because I feel like they should just dance on a, on a realm of stuff that like, if you might be looking for some claim of fame or some, some finances or whatever that came and stuff, whatever. Right. That's all on the fact that if that person has come to that point in your life to accept you. And if you know you've been missing action and stuff, whatever, you can't just jump up and stuff and be like you were a day one cheerleader. Nah, nah, you can't, you can't. Can't do any of that. But like, they, somebody will say that and stuff, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, way back when I was in middle school, I used to have a mean ass jump shot. So hence, you probably get your basketball skills from me." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you inherited my jump shot. <laughs> like, you inherited nothing else. Yeah, but you got my it. jump shot. You got my jump shot. You got, you got my, my jump, jump shot. shot. Your mama had your mama's family got an uglier form, whatever. You see how your form's finished? Yeah, that's mine. That, that's that's me. I can learn it from basketball training. Nah, Mm-mm. genetics. <laughs> You got it. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it can get to that wild point, whatever. But I just feel like absolutely father should kind of shut up, fall back. I think so too, man. I think so too. Um, and it's uh, it's a shame though, man. I don't think you should you should let it get that far. If you have not been involved in your son's life all the way up to the point where he is now a man. He or she. He or she, yeah. He or man she. Man or woman. You know what? Don't don't I don't think you should be coming around. Don't be a Johnny come lately. Now, granted, there's situations that might have had befallen you that you couldn't act as that father that you, you should have been. Right. But the moment you've cleared or got up over that hurdle, you should try to have made peace with your, your 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 son or daughter, and try and at least have some form of relationship. You know what I mean? It may not be the A one father son father daughter mother son mother daughter relationship, mm-hmm. but some type of thing, some type of you know speaking terms. I think you just know who you are. Yeah. So the yeah. person can just know who you are. Just it. That's and it. And then then yeah, you can just keep it cordial. Yeah. That's it. Not saying, you know, you gotta miss it in your life for like twenty odd years and be like, hey, we're best friends and father and son or father and daughter now. Like, no, just keep it cordial. You know who the person is, done. Yeah. That's it. I know, I, I agree. I agree with that. That's Sha- it. I mean, Shaq did a whole song about his By his pops? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. There's there's tons of people and stuff like that, whatever. It's not just like I said. Not just a Drake and stuff in this situation. Like I said, we don't know if Dennis and stuff whatever has been like that or not. But I mean, when you have one person said, I'm not a deadbeat, and another person said, You are a deadbeat in a song. Yeah. Who do you believe? The known yeah. figure or the person and stuff trying to defend their honor? Especially if the known figure make you dance. 
Exactly. So that's it. So, okay. Another thing and stuff, whatever. Let's talk about this shit right here. It's watching this show, Black Women Own the Conversation. Wait, that's the name of the show? That's the name of the show. Black Women Own the Conversation. Okay. That's fine. That's All right. fine. All right. I always say Was this. Was a lot of tea sipping? Not tea spilling. But the audience is probably filled with more women than it was with men. <laughs> whatever. And they looked like they were in kind of feelings. Mm. But in this particular thing, it was a fat woman, fat black woman. Yeah. Blames obesity on racism. Do you agree with her? I'm trying to figure out how she making the connection. Obesity on race. Well, I don't agree with her, but what is she basing her argument on? Did she did she explain how she came to that reasoning? She's saying like the diets and stuff, whatever that's out here, like the ketos and all that type of stuff, whatever. Yeah. Are more geared towards your, your white people types. That they're not geared and stuff for the towards like to helping black people and stuff for the lose weight and all the above. But I feel like there's a few things that might be in race wise. Yes. Other things stuff that just might be in lifestyle wise. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like I want to say, like if we're looking at black and Caucasians and stuff for the average Caucasian and everything, we put more things on our foods than they do. For taste purpose. Well, how many Caucasians you know eat pig's feet? Not that money. <laughs> okay, well, even the choice of foods. But that's what Forget I'm about what we put exactly. on it. Exactly. The choice of foods. The lifestyles and stuff, the lifestyle and the foods and stuff, they come in two different realms. So like when you're in the realm and stuff where if they're doing the research, where it's not like it's a good amount of black people doing the research and stuff on a diet. Yeah. I'm not saying this, it can't happen. Right. But if they're in charge of the whole diet and obesity thing and stuff, whatever... Most of the time, they're going to look at their own people or people who are like them. Okay, okay. So then now, and yeah, you might have a few, I want to say, not placebos and stuff for the, but I want to say other people and stuff to add to the graph to say, okay, the demographic and stuff is here to say, all right, so if we're going to check out 10 people, we'll have seven Caucasians, Latino, a black first, and an Asian person, and then do, do the work and stuff for, the, for that. So it might come out like this will work for the seven Caucasians. But I just can't. It's not a controlled thing. What's up? But I just don't understand why a keto diet wouldn't work for all races. That's what and see, that's what I'm saying. I thought that too, but then if like let's say like with the the keto is like the the protein stuff, whatever, right? Right. You're a chicken, if you're black and I'm white. Yeah. My name is now Colin. If your chicken and stuff has like all these type of extra seasons on there, yes, and everything, it might kill the nutrients and stuff, whatever. And it might remember you adding things, you add on calories, you're adding on fats. You know how it gets down when you add right, on things. Right, right. So that's what I'm saying, if I just have salt and pepper on my same grilled chicken breast, and your chicken breast has like Cajun this, this lemon pepper, all this type of stuff, whatever. That's not the same kind of meat no more. No. No, but then, but you can't call it racism because that's your choice of putting I that know, stuff on. I'm it. not calling it racist. That lady is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that lady calling it racist stuff. But I'm like, yo, boo, you gotta look at that instead of calling obesity racism. So, look, obesity is racist. So I'm like, where are you getting your your math from? Whatever. But then you have other black people and stuff. We we touched on this before, whatever, yes. saying that they yes. can't be racist because they're they're not in the position of power. And I'm telling you, this bullshit. Because the show is called nah, Black Women 
on the conversation. That, that's bull. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's how I see it. 100%. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, what's next? She's going to blame stupidity on heterosexuality or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, 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 uh, it's weird and fishy at the same time that she would even, she would even think that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, was, I was like, there's a lot of things that, you know, contribute to obesity. I wouldn't put racism in any of those. Facts. Like I, said, I was looking at him like, I don't know what's wrong with this, this fat lady and stuff, whatever. But I guess she's just angry. I like fat chicks. I like Lizzo. I like Lizzo, I, too. Know, I like Lizzo. I like Lizzo, I like too. Lizzo. I don't like the... Well, Truth Hurts, Truth Hurts is like her, her staple song. Yeah. But I like Juice better and I like Tempo, the one with Missy. Okay, okay. That's that the new track, whatever. Like, yo, those those tracks and stuff that they hit. They hit, but remember we were saying earlier and stuff with the Lizzo with the why men great till they gotta be great. Mm. And that's the line from Truth Hurts. What does that line mean to you? Um, I'd have thought about it and just listening to the song Truth Hurts, breaking down what she's, what she's actually singing about, mm-hmm. leads me to believe that, you know, Women, when they first see a dude that they like or they meet somebody like or they, you know, they're talking to the dude for the first time, they have, I want to call it great expectations. Like the Shakespeare play. Like the Shakespeare play. Okay. So, you know, they might have one or two conversations. Oh, this guy's a really nice guy. This guy's got his, you know, his wits about him. He's doing this, that, and the third and so forth. But I mean, but Marv, me and you, we've had this previous conversation. Whenever you're meeting somebody for the, for the first time, you're always putting your best foot forward. Right. She ain't seen her other foot that's stepping in some shit. <laughs> true, true, true. Right? Right. Now, once you get her, and now you're letting your guard down, she may be starting to see stuff that she never seen before in a time where she's now looking for you to be great. Mm. You no longer seem great or you're no longer that, that great was, was just a, an illusion. Mm. And it's so why men great is the illusion until they got to be great when they got to be great. They're not great. That's the reality. See, and I, all right, and so how I took that line, I took that line and stuff, whatever, is that when she said that, I looked at it like she never realized, like from her, the point of the song and stuff, she never realized and stuff, whatever, how great I am till we came to some shit, till we came to a trying situation and stuff mm. and everything like that, whatever, right? And then I was like, but why do you have to wait to, you know, to see that in a person and stuff, whatever. Like, my thing and stuff is that you can't understand that I'm just a, a genuinely good person or a great person. Yes. Why do you need to say that, oh, I need to be in this child situation and stuff for that to realize it's real? I understand calm seas never make the best sailors. Right. So you don't know until you go to some shit. Right, right. But just to be with somebody or interact with somebody and stuff, whatever, don't you have like a, a set bar set? Like, I don't know, maybe it might be just me, me. Like, if I meet somebody brand new, if I'm dating somebody and stuff, I'd be like, okay, 
let's say her personality might be at a six. Right. I'm not planning to change that and stuff for her. If she grows and stuff or goes down, that's all on her. Right. And right. like, if I know, like, you know, she, she doesn't like to have sex like that and everything like whatever. Like, she's like more of a twice a week kind of girl, or maybe, you know, four times a month type of woman. Yeah. I'm not trying to change all that type of stuff, whatever. Because I got to hope you on some freak level like me. Yeah, yeah, So I'm yeah. not trying to make you great. You better be great on your own. Because you, you if be you're great not great on your own. own and you have these set, set expectations right there. Yeah. And I'm not trying to go past that. Because my expectations, low expectations, high rewards. But I, so, but that's that's, that's what how you, I took. That's it. how you took it. That's, that's how, how I took you, it. Because then, okay, I see. I I can see that. But then, how do you how do you start off great then? Because she's saying, resume baby, why men great till they gotta be great, right? So it, it, is she of the opinion that okay, you you you're great as as you're saying it, but I gotta make you, I gotta make you better great. I thought it was like, like I thought it was more of an action speak louder than a word type of thing. Cause I can tell you and stuff whatever. I'm fucking marvelous out here and everything <laughs> like that, whatever. He marvelous in these streets? I'm marvelous in these streets. But everywhere. I gotta tell you, I'm not your average. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what go. I'm saying. But then now when I'm in some situations and stuff with them, I'm like if I'm from the middle woman, like, yeah, I'm marvelous in the bed. And then I am not marvelous in the bed, it'd be like, this nigga acting great, but he ain't great. Then you know, then I get that. But until I gotta be great, whatever, I'm like, yo, you gotta put me in a situation and stuff, whatever. And don't have your expectations too high when you meet me. The biggest issue, if you put me on a pedestal, I'm gonna let you down. Yeah. I'm the king of perverts, I'm part-time threats, and I'm not for everyone. Yeah. So don't put me way up there and stuff, whatever. If you know that for a fact, I might do something on the lines of being a pervert. I might say some things that might be out of pocket. Like, don't put me up there. I'm not great. Whatever, until you see me do some shit, then just taking it for himself like, you know what? This person has potential. You heard him, ladies. He ain't great till he great. I ain't shit. He is. I ain't shit. He, literally, he Yo, ain't shit. Yo, what Red Man? My first name must be, he ain't shit. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Facts. That's how I feel. So, okay. In the realms of being a great man and stuff, whatever. I wonder what those great men do and stuff for PDA. Like, what is the kind of PDA that's okay for your generation? Because, you know, we got, we got a 10 years gap between us. For your generation, what's an what's a acceptable PDA? Holding hands, getting a hand job in public, or your girl grabbing your ass in public. You seem like a grabbing ass type of public I, type of dude. I would say anywhere from... Holding hands to the ass grab. So you let your woman grab your ass in public? No, no, not me. Not me, but her grab. My, I'll grab her ass. In public. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so she, she can't keep, grab your no, ass. No, no, no. You, you keep your hands off my booty in public. But I'm gonna grab but, your ass in public. But some women like all right. I get told all the time by some women and stuff like that. I don't have ass and stuff like that. I'm like, and that's cool. Yeah. I made peace with that and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. okay, let's say the quote unquote dude right. with a nice pair, nice ass or something on him That'd and be everything. Me. All right, so if you got a nice ass and she want to grab your ass in public, she can't grab your ass? Nah, that's your woman. Nah, she can't. That's your woman. That's, this is okay, but she can't grab my ass in public. She's going to make me feel all weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so she questioning your manhood? Because she my, grabbed, Listen, man. Because he squeezed on your cheeks? If she slapped my ass cheek or pat my ass in public, we're going to fight. But why? Why is it a fighting thing? She just want to show some PDA. Let yeah, everybody listen, know this is her boo cake. This I'm, is her man. I'm great till I got to be great. Yo, <laughs> and you put the situation, you're not <laughs> acting great, man. Nah. 
Like, what, what, what is, is that an ego thing on you and everything like that? What, what is it? I don't know, man. Is can can your woman grab your ass in public? I don't got no ass. She want to she she <laughs> give it a shot. I know, you can said she, you had a great ass. Can she grab your back? <laughs> she can grab my back. Your back you, you, why you, not? Okay. She can grab my back and everything like that. I'm like, yo, be like, that's right. I'm like, hopefully it's insinuating that I'm going to hit that tonight. And we're good. What is... What 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 would have been the amount of PDA that you've ever been displayed in public with? That 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 I seen or a woman did on me. A woman a woman's done to you. I had a woman like well, not really a hand job, but she kind of put her hands on my pants and kind of. I had some jogging pants on. She just kind of put my hands and grabbed on. I was like, in public. I, we were out. Yo, that's wild. We were out. So that's what I'm saying. I'm that's like, wild. Okay, okay, okay. Now, now, when we say in public, not out and about, but in the view of other people. Oh, okay. So in the view of other people, I probably got like a little. I call it the caress. You know, they just rub on top of the pants. Yeah, yeah. I, I got one of those and yeah, stuff, one of those. like in, in okay. a movie theater thing, okay. whatever. It's okay. so like we're we're going ready to watch the movie, and I'm like. I didn't really want to watch the movie and stuff with her. And then the girl's like, and she rubbed right on top, like boom, boom. She rubbed on Tombstone. Yeah. Whatever, right? So when she rubbed on massages and stuff, whatever, she's like, well, later we can we can watch this movie and then later we can make a movie. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> now, I like what this night is going now on. Now you're more attentive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a little yeah. bit more attentive to the movie now? Yes, my soldier did stand at yo, attention. Yeah. Nah, I got you. So that's I what I'm you. saying. So I'm like, yo, I... And everybody's PDA is different. So I can imagine only people who probably seen it, they're probably looking like, oh shit, you know what he about to get into tonight and be like, you're damn right. Mm. I see some situations where people went from kissing in public to like forgetting that they probably in public, they're probably in the zone. Yeah. I don't know if it might be drugs or in any case. <laughs> but like they went on, they went at it like they were sucking off each other's face. And then the guy's hands went down her pants. Yeah. And she just kind of kept going with the flow. And me being a pervert I am, I just kind of make sure I didn't walk too fast. I kind of took you, in the you, show. You, you slowed down a little bit? Yeah, yeah. To you take in the show bit. as much as I could before they realized y'all not in the telly. I remember this one, this one thing caught on, uh, caught on I don't know if it was a phone it was caught on, mm-hmm. but the two couple, and I think, I'm, I, I don't know if they were on drugs. I don't know if they were drunk or maybe they were just... Super affectionate with each other, mm-hmm. or affectionate with each other, but they were in the middle of the subway underground platform having sex. Couldn't wait, man. You know, Sleepy Brown, you know her song? I can't wait, can't wait, I can't wait. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't wait. Look, there was a situation, mm. not me, somebody I went to the club with. It was them and their woman at the time, and they were dancing and stuff for it. I just remember the song. It's that song, "Tempted to Touch," "Tempted to Touch." Okay, so, yeah. Okay, so you know how to be for the end. They had that yeah. whole vibe going on. Yeah. And like I said, I'm looking at stuff for them, and she's like, she had this moan of ecstasy on her face during the club lights and everything. Yeah. And I'm looking like, yo, she overfilling this song and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. And then when you look close enough, whatever, my man basically he just pushes. <laughs> So like the up like for the skirt and he's getting it in right down the dance floor. Right so I'm looking like I'm looking like that is PDA times a hundred. That's PDA PDA. PDA. Yeah, because I'm looking like they humping on the dance floor. Legit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking like some people just can't wait. Nah, nah. 
That happens a lot in public pools. You. <laughs> H two uck. H two uck. I don't mean to you know spoil your swimming or anything yeah, you, like that. You kind of did actually. I just jump in and stuff, not knowing I'm gonna get in there with some sperm cells and stuff yeah, from another man. Fl- what's that floating in? <laughs> Hopefully the chlorine kill it before it. You Please, know, it, it, it I get, hope it get close to you. Or just... I hope. I don't know. I just feel like let me say, like for my generation and stuff, whatever. I think PDA goes a little bit longer because I want to see the older generations that I look at. Like for me, when I was younger, I remember I used to watch those shows where like, was it Leave it to Beaver and all those type of things? Those right. school shows? Yeah. And husband was in one bed and wife was in another bed. Yes. So I don't expect PDA from like older generations and stuff like that. So that's why when I do see it, like it's emotional do I get into that bag like, uh, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. That it's still out there and stuff, whatever. Because I'm like, y'all had to be Y'all had to get to some kind of point before you guys became married and stayed married for so long. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I see, and I guess, like, to work this way back from oldest to, like, towards my level, yeah. I see the PA and stuff gets a little bit better. Like, I couldn't tell you and stuff, whatever. I seen, like, an older couple, like, in their 60s, like, walking into their house and stuff, whatever, giving each other, like, a kiss. Like, hi, honey, how's your day? Mwah. I don't, I can't fathom that. Right, right. I feel like they're just probably, like, you know who I am. I know who you are. Leave me the hell alone. So I don't see no PDA going on with that. Okay. So if I go somewhere, so if I see like an older couple and stuff holding hands or doing some stuff like that, whatever, yeah. it hits me in the feels. Yeah. But I think that's old school though. You know, you you step into your house, you kiss your wife. Hi, honey, I'm home. Some people don't. Yeah, some people don't. But I think I think like that's a like that's a like an old school thing. Then, I, th- I then, think it may happen saying? less now. But that's what I'm saying. Like when it gets into the house and stuff, it's no longer PDA. It's now private dispute right, of affection. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like out and about, people don't hold hands. I like to hold hands. I like long walks. I like to hold hands. Shut your lying ass. You don't seem like a whole hand type of dude, man. Shut your lying ass. Nah, I don't man. do it often. But I mean, yeah, every lunar eclipse, right? Yeah, yeah. no, no. That's man. what I'm saying. That's not. But sometimes, okay, certain situations you just can't be. Holding hands. Such as you're gonna come with some situation that's not gonna be damn near real. So y'all can't go to a grocery store together, like honey, look, hold hands before you guys pick up the shopping cart. All right. But you may hold hands before you pick up the shopping cart. Right. But once you pick up the shopping cart, are you still gonna be holding hands? No, but I mean you could. If y'all going from aisle to aisle and stuff, like, look at us. We're holding hands. No, now that's just damn awkward. <laughs> you see with you. Honey, pass pass me the, the cereal. Hold on, let me let go of your hand first. Grab the cereal, put the cereal, and grab back her hand. No, nigga. I mean, it, it, can, it can happen. It can happen. <sighs> That's all I'm saying and stuff, whatever. Like, you know, you make it seem like it's a bad thing and stuff, whatever. I think it's a, it's a, it's a I guess to, to that quote-unquote typical man thing, Yeah, we leave the PDA to the women. So that's what I'm saying. If we're leaving the PDA to the women and stuff, whatever, what's wrong with her putting her hand in your back pocket <laughs> while y'all walking? No, no, she can put her hand in my back pocket. Just don't, you know, don't squeeze don't my squeeze. ass. Yeah, don't, 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 squeeze? don't squeeze. Okay. So no squeezing. What I'm saying, like, do you think that's more a people type of thing or a man type of issue? Like, I feel like, I feel like some things and stuff like that, like PDA, men aren't supposed to allow to show PDA like that, or they weren't taught to show PDA. Right. Because it's kind of like a woman type of thing. So I'm like, when it comes to therapy now, like, is that something that counseling or talking or therapy could kind of break that barrier down that is no a man or woman thing, it's just a person in love? 
Yeah, I would think so. Mm. I would think so. I mean, I think we, between the two, I think men, we need therapy a lot more. But I think we're in denial. Like I was telling somebody, I'm like, I don't, I don't fuck with baseball like that. Right. Playoff time, I'll watch a baseball, whatever, right? Right, right, right. Because baseball is America's pastime. If you got time to pass, you'll go to a freaking baseball game. Baseball There's no game. time limit. No. So if you're sitting there and stuff and everything, like whatever, say like you and I go there and stuff like that, well, we're different type of dudes, whatever, but we could we talk. Yeah. But if we're two dudes that don't talk and everything, like whatever, we'll just be sitting there drinking a beer, waiting for like a hit or something spectacular to go off and be like, Jenny's going off to college. Oh, yeah, Tim's opened up his first record store. Yeah. Foul ball. Oh, oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, they went, because they could have had that same conversation yeah. in a little home setting and just watched the game. They, they could have, but I think there's something about being in the open air. To make it look more manly. I, I, I think that's what, that's what it is. Because... I'm not a I'm not a huge baseball fan, right? In any means, myself, mm-hmm. right? And like you, just like any sports, when it comes to playoff times, mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more in tune with what's going on. But I've been to I've been to a few Blue Jay games mm-hmm. where being there is a whole lot different than watching it on TV. 100%. So you're buying like $15 beer just to sit there. You sit there, you, you chill. When, you... when I can invite you over my spot, I got a big enough TV that $15 beer could buy a pack of beer, a six pack of beer that both of us could drink and we could just shoot the shit, just keep it real the same goddamn way. Yeah, right. but but it, it's, it's the experience and the atmosphere is so much different, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I find myself, I pay more attention to the baseball game. When you're there. When I'm there. And the fact that there's no, you don't hear the color commentators. Mm-hmm. There's no commercials. Like you see what's happening. You know, you see what's happening on the field. All the time. All the time. Right. You understand? You, you, you know, you, you get in that little in between stuff like because when they when when it goes to commercial break they do stuff in they between, do the stuff right? yeah but you're so not little, seeing that little entertainment stuff but right. you're not seeing that correct so you you get that right so it's a whole different vibe when you're actually there mm-hmm. and if you're there with you know a bona fide friend then you're sharing that vibe it's like you're right we could be sitting at home drinking beer in front of a TV yeah right but at the same time. We don't have to go to the bar. We could sit at home and have drinks. Facts. But we go to the bar because it's entertaining. I guess, or just, I don't know, because I guess like I look at it stuff as that you don't have to be a shrink to have the good convo, the real conversation and stuff there. But I feel like in a more of an intimate setting, the real convo and stuff has a higher chance of brewing compared to out in the public. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you and stuff about like, your buy your your banking finances and that situation stuff for the at the damn blue jay nah, game. No, nah, we're not. But nah. if we're one on one and stuff, and I'm gonna ask you stuff, could you teach me about? Could you tell me what type of moves I should make? Or do you have a number for a financial planner yeah. at your branch? Yeah, it's more likely to come out in an intimate setting. So I feel like an intimate setting and stuff, whatever, we can get to more real shit compared to superficial shit. Listen, man, 
Brothers don't want to hear anything about nothing intimate between them. <laughs> <Another> <laughs> when man. they sit down and talking, they don't want to hear about no intimate settings, no nothing. And it's 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 our upbringing. So you're right. I mean that you know, therapy probably is more needed when it comes to men in regards to their sensitivity, mm-hmm. right? Right. Their sense of self, right? Mm-hmm. And. How they should view themselves. I, I think this is the biggest one. How they should view themselves opposed to how they think society should view them. Oh, oh that's poetic. That. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of times men are trying to live up to that standard of what they think a man should be. It goes back to the Gillette commercial. Yes. With the toxic masculinity. Yes, yes, exactly. Mmm. Alright, alright. That's that's something to ponder upon, sir. Yeah, man. Doctor filled me. It's something to think about, man. I'm I'm glad we had this moment. No, bless your I, heart. I feel better. Okay. <laughs> this was our it, session. And therapy, this is <laughs> this, called a breakthrough. This, this was a breakthrough. This was a breakthrough. This was a breakthrough. This was a breakthrough. Let's get to the question of the week, man. Are you in control of your thoughts or are your thoughts in control of you? Your thoughts are in control of you. I agree to that, but why? Let me hear you. Because before you can act upon it, you have to think about it. Some people work by impulse too. Mm, but even with the impulse, mm-hmm. you still gotta think about it before you <laughs> act impulsively. I don't know. See, and I, I, I see. Here, here, here's my dilemma. So I, all right, in the anime world, right? Yeah. And like people who don't know about how Dragon Ball is, but in Dragon Ball, Goku has this new level. It's called Ultra Instinct. Okay. Right? And I feel that me personally, Ultra Instinct is, is like you can't go by thoughts. It's just like your body just just has to move. Right. That's the main thing when they when they tell you like when the man learns it. Yeah. Your body just moves on its own and stuff whatever. Muscle you don't memory. Feel, muscle memory. Yeah. You don't feel anything. You can basically fight with your eyes closed. Right. Right? Since I became a father, I feel like I unlock Ultra Instinct. I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'm sitting on the ground playing PlayStation or something, and I feel like this little terrorist son of mine and stuff is about to fall off the couch. Yes. Whatever. And I straighten him up so he doesn't fall. Yes. And then when I turn my back and stuff, whatever, I see him falling, and my body just moves on its own. Controller gets dropped, and I, I cuff him perfectly and save him from hitting the ground. Yes. I never thought about... Catching him at that moment, my body just moved. It's like a parental thing just went off. So that's something like, yo, sometimes you 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 can you know you might not be in your thoughts. Yeah, but you know what? I still say it's your thoughts controlling you. But in a situation like that, yeah, your thoughts is your subconscious thought is doing the dictating. So my subconscious don't want my son to hurt himself, so it just automatically it came a- it automatically, to the forefront. It automatically bypasses because my mind's on Call of Duty, right? Yes, yes. So your subconscious thought bypasses because I mean we, we're sitting here, we're talking, we're doing a show, this, that, and the third, right. right? But everything that's happening in our surroundings is being caught by our subconscious mind, gotcha. whether whether we whether we acknowledge it or not, or not right? So mm. now, in a situation like that with your son, mm-hmm. yeah, you're playing Call of Duty, you're, 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 you're into it, but the subconscious mind is always saying to itself, hey, 
accidents can happen at any time. Right. right? Be prepared to catch this little punk. Be prepared. I know I, I know I know you you kick it ass right now, but something could happen. Yeah. Right? So now when he makes his move now and he about to teeter totter off the couch, your subconscious is kicking in. That's why you're you're, you're acting automatically. That's right. why you're not you're not thinking you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But the thought is there. Mm. The thought is there. You can't do you. It's it's like the it's like the question that we had. Is it possible to think about something without imagining it in your mind, without having a mental picture of it? It's imp- it's almost impossible to do that. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You gotta have you gotta have some kind of imagery and stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Don't pursue. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I feel like your thoughts. Are I mean, even you talking about X, I'm picturing X on the couch. <laughs> Right. About to fall about off, fall. right? And I'm, I'm picturing all of what you're telling me. Right. I'm not there. I'm not, th- it's not me. Th- that This is my thought. This, these are my thoughts, right? Yeah. So, so that's why I have, that's why I have it as the thoughts dictate your actions as opposed to your, act- your action follows or dictates your thoughts. So subconsciously and stuff, whatever, that thought is then there. So that's why most people still feel like they're in control. More than their thought because it's a subconscious type of thing, rather a regular conscious. Red, yeah, yeah. Got you're, you. uncon- you're unconscious of, of a lot of things. It's funny because it's so easy. Like I, I say this all the time. It's so easy to be driving and your mind just wandered. Yeah. Because You've been driving for so long mm-hmm. that everything is automatic. It's muscle memory. You don't say to yourself, I got to keep my two hands on the steering wheel. I got to turn left. I got to turn right to keep the car center. I got to, you know, get, I got to gas. I got to brake. I got to gas. I got to brake. I got to watch the car in front of me. I got to watch my speed. Like all this stuff is What's now going on? happening. Shit. When you break it down like that, there's a lot of things going on when you drive now. Uh, there's a lot of things that you're you're doing while you're, you're driving, driving that you don't think about. Right. It just it just happened to you. It's just happening, but your 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 subconscious mind is doing all of that. Yeah, because I remember I seen somebody. I turned my head up today. I seen somebody had uh, the driving school shit on top of their car. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're, they're teaching somebody how to drive in there. And I'm like, I thought about when I went to driving school. Like when I was like 15, 16, yeah. I thought about, was it the 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock stance right. on the steering wheel? Yes. But my greedy ass was driving and eating and stuff for there. So I had like a 7 o'clock and French fry. <laughs> and so when I had a 7 o'clock and a French fry, I was like, oh, the shit they teach you compared to shit you do later. The, the shit yeah. you do And later. this is all I'm thinking about. Meanwhile, I'm driving to my you, destination. But while you're driving to your destination. destination. You were thinking about, you're not thinking about, about the mechanics. the mechanics, you're right. You're not thinking about none of, nothing about the mechanics. Yeah, right. But when you were learning how to drive, it was all about the mechanics. mechanics right. Until those mechanics became subconscious things. Exactly. plugged in to exactly. just automatically happen. Yeah. Okay. Look at two breakthroughs. I, I was show. about to say, Mark, I, we're just breaking right through here. Two breakthroughs we're breaking right through here, Mark. Right through the barrier, folks. I don't know. I just, that, this, is the, this is the breakthrough episode. This is, this, is what it, this is what it is. Why you got to be great until you break through great? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right, man. Let's get to the um. Just ask the sons. You ready? I'm ready, man. Ask right. away, man. Ask the sons. This one comes from Brutus underscore Beefcake sixty nine. 
questionable. No pause needed. <laughs> just questionable. Just questionable. <laughs> no pause needed. His question is, I can't I cannot stand people. What kind of job should I go for? Definitely don't become a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. The only thing I can think of is stuff job wise that comes off the head is um a grave digger. Grave digger? Because I feel like, yo, you you ain't, you don't like people and stuff and everything. Like, just, just, you're just kind of one on your own. Because you're going to dig graves and stuff, whatever, like after dark. Yeah. So nobody really can mess with you and stuff yeah. like that, whatever. I guess if you if they think you coward enough, they might send somebody with you. But I, I think we can come up with... I'm, I'm going to say window cleaner. Window cleaner for those high-ass buildings? Yeah. I guess, because you might not be able to see them on the inside. But if they, if you guys can see each other, they might want to wave at you. You ain't got to wave back. You ain't got to interact. You, can, you, you can act like you don't see, see that shit. Ass. Um, window cleaner. Okay, what's another one? Listen, then? if you hate people, that's probably one of the best jobs to have because you can ignore the hell out of people and it will not be a problem. That's true. Yeah, hey, you're the window cleaner and stuff. We're seeing you clean the 16th floor. And meanwhile, you're you. you acting like they ain't even there. Yeah. You can't hit them on the other side of the glass. That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, you got another job to add in there or no? Um, hold on. Hold on. Nah, nah, you're gonna have to interact at some point with that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you gotta interact with people some street shape or form, but there's a few of them. Yeah, but there's a few of there's those few stand of the standalones that you can you can knock out. Um, next question comes from Jose BH. Why are we our own worst critics? Because I and I think everybody my my thing is stuff. I think everybody in their own head has a a line of like perfection or zenith. Yes. And when you don't feel like you hit that mark and stuff, whatever, that's when you start feeling like a type of way. Yeah, and only you know that boundary within yourself that you set for yourself. Sun Tzu, you know, the only limits are the limits you put on your own. Life. Well, there you go. Right. Some people might think you've already achieved what you need to achieve. When really you haven't, but only right. you know that. Only you know, right? So then that's that's why I would say, yeah, you you set this great expectation on yourself. Yeah, that's why we are our own worst critics. We need to we're, stop our doing own, we're our own worst critics just for that reason. We already great, but we still trying to be great. Just trying to be great. Mm. Um, Wasmatic says, "How come you can make threats in a rap song, but if you set it on social media, it's illegal and." F- could face possible jail time. Okay. I always wondered that. Okay. So now, when you say it on social media, are you directing it to anybody? But if I'm saying it in a song, I'm directing it directly to you. Yeah, but I mean, there's almost a difference within within the, 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 the song. Listen to what I'm saying. When you're making music mm-hmm. and you're... you're Beefing with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say eight out of nine times, it's not confrontational. On the music or social media? Uh, no, just between you and that actual person. It's not confrontational. In the music? That beef stays on or stays within that music, right? Okay. Stays in between the records, mm-hmm. right? And it's almost... It's almost of the belief that, hey, 
while you're still beefing, the, your goal is still to make music and sell music. You understand? Okay. So, from an it's audience easier, perspective, so it's easier to sell the music than it is to sell the drama. Right. From an audience perspective, right. You're just doing it for the music. You're just doing it for the music. You don't necessarily have to be beefing. It, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily have to be a real beef. I mean, there could be tensions. You can, you can be. I mean, there can yeah. be actual beef, but it's not. It's not ever going to be confrontational, right? Right. Just like, like boxers. Right. Right. They going in there. They going in there to beat the shit out of each other. Right. Right. Before they go in there, you know, they, they, they do the weigh-ins and stuff like that. They talk in a whole bunch of smack to each other. In the words of great Mike Tyson, I'm each unborn children. There you go. After the matches happen, you know, they touching gloves and that's it. So for, for profession-wise, they, be, they beef. When it's not, has nothing to do with profession, they ain't beefing. So I look at it as, I look at music the same way. If I'm, you know, two rappers so who this, gunning for the top. Pro, if this is your profession, right, it's okay. But if it's not your profession? If, 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 if we look at battle rap, battle rappers say the most disrespectful stuff yeah. to one another. What? But they understand it's within the pretext profession. of that, you know what I mean? It's a battle. This is what we. This is what we're doing. This is what we're known for doing. Right. This is what is expected. It's come to be expected. Whereas, in a social media aspect, it has nothing to do with that. When you're beefing with somebody on social media, you're actually beefing with somebody, mm. regardless if you see them or not. You're, so that's that's where it is. Okay. You're actually beefing with somebody, and that's why I say. Is a threat directed to an actual person? Because I could be like, y'all, I feel like slapping a motherfucker is silly. Right. That's not going to get me charged. Right. Right? But once I say, yo, I feel like I can smack Marv motherfucking silly, then now it's a threat to Marv. I could be charged for Battery. that. Battery. I could be charged for that. Okay. Profession. I, I get it now. I get it. Okay, man. So that, um, so say the sons for the week. So say the sons I got. Turn your silver linings into gold. Turn your silver linings into gold. So say so the sons. sons. So say the sons. That's how I feel, man. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good for today. You good? I'm good for today, man. Just want to say... Peace, love, and unity to the fans out there. Um, a lot of shit's going on in the world, but we can't let it deter us from being the best that we can possibly be for Absolutely. ourselves, which would in turn reflect on the rest of the world. I got this thing that, you know, me and uh, a colleague of mine was beatboxing. I call it the, the blade of grass. Not going to drop it on you guys now, but I promised my colleague that one episode, we're going to do it. And it was a, it was a profound conversation that we had. It was, you know, it, it was something that, I don't know if it was the weed I was smoking I was talking at that time. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> but I mean, we really spoke about, you know, it came up with some really profound stuff. So he's like, yo, this is like, he's like, yo, this is like a, a, a Particle Sun's topic and I said, yo, one one hundred percent. And what what we were talking about was one hundred percent. One hundred percent real. So it was deep, 
so I don't think is something that could probably be condensed into like maybe like a 15 minute, 30 minute, maybe it might just be a 45 minute conversation and then a back and forth with that topic after that. So we'll sit down and we'll, 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 we'll kind of meld it up because I do want to drop it. But um, but for right now, I'll just say, yo, just be that that blade of grass that you can be. We're all we're, we're all blades of grass. Just just think of about it like that, and then we're gonna expand on the topic uh, later on down the road. But um, yeah, man, do do what you're supposed to do, man. Like us, subscribe to us, whatever platform you're listening to. You know, we're we're, we're out here, man. Mm-hmm. We're on our all the socials. You know, friend us on Twitter. Friend us on Facebook, friend us on IG, you know what I mean? Where, wherever you can friend us, wherever you can su- subscribe, YouTube, um, Spotify, iTunes, get the notifications, man. And, you know, we promise we got some some big stuff coming up in in the future. Uh, we in some new digs right now as we speak, so there's a lot of things coming, coming towards your way. And that's all I got, Marv. All right. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius that genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Peace. The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Marvelous.